What a joy to see each and every one of you here this morning as we begin the Advent season. A wonderful time to rejoice in, and I pray it is a reviving and refreshing time in your life uh, over the next few days and weeks. Today, uh, we look at a series entitled The Full Picture of Christmas. It is the same scripture that you all who are in Sunday school and doing your Bible studies at home are going through as well. And I've entitled the message today, No Mere Circumstance. And we'll be looking at three different passages of scriptures in the prophetic writings of Isaiah in chapter 7, chapter 9, and also chapter 11. If you are physically able, I would invite you to stand with me in honor and reverence of the reading of God's blessed word today. I begin in Isaiah chapter 7 and verses 10 through 14 as Isaiah speaks to the king Ahaz. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary man that you weary my God also? And therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Now chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. And then in chapter 11 of Isaiah 1 through 5. Then shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. And all of God's children said together, Amen. May God bless the reading of his word today. You may be seated. Pictures are very important to us. Uh, the, the art or mechanics of picture taking has changed dramatically through the centuries, but still pictures are important to us. Sherry and dad and I and Jeff and Paula have spent much time through the last few weeks and months and years of looking at some pictures and Sherry even sent some to me even as of yesterday. I thought I actually had a different introduction to this message, but I thought as I saw those pictures, that putting all the pictures together tells a wonderful story of life, doesn't it? It is glorious to see one picture that lets you 
in on that happening and what happened that day and it brings back many times memories to our mind even not only sight but smells and sounds will come back to our memory other things about that day one picture will do that we looked at one picture of the birth of christ today from isaiah but when you put all the pictures together it tells a glorious story of life it is no different with the coming of Christ and the picture of Christmas. You see, the gospel, when we say the gospel, we mean a whole thing, and yet it has its separate pictures. It is one glorious story. In the whole Bible is the gospel. From beginning to end, it is a book given to us by God, inspired by God, breathed by God, about His redemption of fallen mankind but in this gospel story the big picture you also have the gospel announcement the announcement of jesus christ the giving of the son of god to redeem lost man at the cross of calvary and in that also you have the gospel life how we live out the gospel life when we have received the antidote the savior the Redeemer, the sin eater, Jesus Christ into our life and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. You can separate those and certainly get a beautiful picture from each, but you put them together and you see the whole story of God's plan to save mankind through the giving of his son, Jesus Christ, and to restore all things unto himself. When you put all of that together, you see just how much God loves you. And then you also see, like we read in Isaiah, that the birth of Jesus Christ was no mere accident, but that God had it in mind from the very beginning and before creation. And we see that God spoke through the prophet Isaiah to speak of a sign of the coming of the Messiah, the anointed one who would redeem his people. It's also no mere circumstance, beloved, that you're here today. That I'm here today preaching this message. But God the Father saw this from the beginning as well. Just as he spoke through Isaiah to King Ahaz. Hundreds of years before Jesus Christ would literally be born of a virgin. He spoke of this son being given, born of a virgin, hundreds of years before it happened. God knew this day would come many, many, many years ago in the eyes of eternity. You were not here by mere circumstance just as much as it was not mere circumstance that Isaiah spoke to King Ahaz about a sign being given of a son being born of a virgin. It is my prayer that with the Spirit's help, you'll not miss the majesty of this day like King Ahaz did as well. From the scripture today, I want us to see just a few things. And first, the command of the Lord to a king in Isaiah 7 and 10 through 14. And it says, again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Now, how did the Lord speak to Ahaz? He spoke to Ahaz through the prophet. He spoke to him through Isaiah. And the Lord spoke to King Ahaz, king of God's people, though ignorant and wicked as he was, 
He said, you ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be as deep as Sheol, as high as the heaven. Ask me a sign. You need my help. I am the Lord of my people. Ask a sign of me. And Ahaz would not. Ahaz was fearful. The kingdom was weak. Some commentators believe that actually uh, parts of the southern kingdom had already been taken into captivity. And Ahaz actually had been for a period of time taken into captivity as well and released. And he was looking for allies and he was looking to enemies for, to be allies like Assyria. He was putting his trust in man, trying to make treaties and to hold on to the kingdom. And here God sends Isaiah the prophet and speaks to him. You need help. You're scared. You're crumbling. Ask a sign of me. And I'll answer. And Ahaz rejected that offer. And then Isaiah comes back again. And he said, Isaiah, hear then, O house of David. Is it too little for you to weary men that you may weary God also? You're destroying your people. And you're going to ignore God as well? The God of this people? And then he said, Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. And this was the sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Now this wouldn't happen till hundreds of years later. But beloved, God spoke to Ahaz through Isaiah. And I believe with all my heart, if Isaiah would have answered the call of God, God would have done a mighty miracle in Ahaz's life right then. Yes, the true Messiah was coming, but he offered Ahaz a sign. Receive the sign of the Lord. Ask what you need. And Ahaz rejected. The command came from the prophet's mouth. The command was to receive a sign from God. Ask of me. He was trying to get Ahaz to trust in him as Lord of his people and not mankind. And Ahaz would not. And we see the coming of a child in this sign. This was the sign given by the Lord that he would be born of a virgin. Some people say that doesn't matter. It matters totally if he was born of a virgin. Because if he wasn't born of a virgin, he would not have been pure, unlike us. But here Isaiah prophesies hundreds of years before it would happen. Hundreds of years before the angel Gabriel would make an announcement to a young Jewish girl named Mary that she would give birth to a son and would call his name Jesus and he would save his people from their sins. Isaiah here says, a virgin shall conceive. A virgin shall give birth to a son. She shall conceive and bear a son. What a beautiful truth. This is the coming child. This was the Messiah that would save His people. And it said that He is a Son given from God the Father. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He what? Gave His only begotten Son. And so here we see a Son is given. Man did not produce this Son, but the Holy Spirit came upon Mary's life. She was conceived of the Holy Spirit, or He was conceived of the Holy Spirit in the womb of a virgin. He is a Son given from God the Father. He is God Himself. 
He's God Himself in the flesh, conceived of the Holy Spirit. And another thing we are told about the coming of a child is that this son would be a king. It is one of the offices of the prophesied Messiah all throughout the Old Testament. He would be a king. Here we are told that the sign of the Messiah would be a born of a virgin. He would be given by God. And he would also be a king. And the claims of the king are also found in Isaiah as well. That he would be a wonderful counselor. And that means he would be unerring in his decisions. That when Jesus rules and reigns from his kingdom, his decisions will never find mistake. They will always be perfect, unerring in all of his decisions. He will be unquestionable in his deity. As the prophet Isaiah said, he would be the mighty God. People will see His glory. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It also says that His days will be unending. He said He's the everlasting Father, the Father of eternity. He rose from the grave on the third day and He will never die again. He is alive in heaven now at the right hand of the Father hearing our prayers. Preparing a place for His people. And it said that He is, would be the Prince of Peace. We do not see peace on this earth now. I'm not saying that it's useless to pray for peace. Certainly we pray for peace. But I want to tell you, you'll never see peace on this earth until Jesus Christ comes back. Not total peace. You'll see times of peace between nations and treaties formed and things of that, but you will never see perfect peace until Jesus Christ comes back with His kingdom. But when His kingdom comes, He'll be the Prince of Peace. And He'll rule with His kingdom and no one will be able to overthrow His kingdom and disturb the peace that He brings. Until that time, He's the Prince of Peace of our heart. Though all hell assail us, and come against us, we can have the peace of knowing God through Jesus Christ. These are the claims of the King, that He's wonderful, that He's a mighty God, that He's everlasting Father, that He's the Prince of Peace. We also see not only the claims of the King, but the continuance of the crown King and Kingdom. In chapter 11, 1-5, through five, it gives us the picture, the, the prophet gives us a picture of a stump once where a mighty tree stood erect, a beautiful, powerful, majestic tree that gave shade and home to the birds. Gave shade to mankind. It is speaking of the nation of Israel. And then the tree was cut down. Destroyed. And there was only a stump left. People walked by and said, man, that was once a mighty tree, but now it is gone. Now it is dead. But it was not dead, because what God begins, He finishes. And He gives us a picture through the prophet Isaiah of a stump where once a mighty tree stood, speaking of Israel and the kingdom of God and the, the throne of David. And there was a promise given to David that there would always be a king on the throne. A greater king than David. He was prophesying about Jesus Christ. And out of that dead stump came a little green shoot. 
life that would grow anew. The kingdom would not end. A shoot will grow from the stump of Jesse. And even though the stump of the tree seemed down, destroyed, and dead, a green shoot sprouted in Jesus Christ when the virgin gave birth to the Messiah. And it says, of His kingdom, there will be no end. The kingdom came in part when Jesus Christ came upon this earth. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand, John the Baptist proclaimed. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand, Jesus preached. Repent, the kingdom, the apostles preached. It has come in part It is still growing every time someone calls upon the name of Jesus Christ to receive Him as Savior. Every time there's a missionary sent on the field. Every time there's a shoebox proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And a child receives Jesus as the Savior. Every time there's a new church plant somewhere in the world, the kingdom is continuing to grow. And one day, that will all be coming to consummation when Jesus Christ returns and the kingdom comes in totality, in fullness, and we will see His glory and we will rule and reign with Him forever and ever and ever. To His kingdom there will be no end. This sign was a sign given. This sign was speaking of a given Son that brought salvation. His name was Jesus. And it is also a sign of a secure, unending kingdom. How glorious to think of this sign. And just think, picture the day of what Isaiah was saying hundreds of years before Jesus would even be born. He's telling King Ahaz and others about this son that would be given that would save his people. And God speaking to Ahaz through, the, through Isaiah, ask, ask of me a sign. Don't trust the Assyrians. They're our enemies. Don't trust mankind. Don't trust yourself. You're scared. You know the kingdom's about to be stripped from your hands. Ask the Lord. Receive the sign I'm giving to you today. And Ahaz wouldn't. We would think how foolish, but you know what? It is no different than us today. That every time the Gospel is preached and Jesus Christ is proclaimed and the cross is lifted high of what Christ did at the cross and we say you cannot save yourself but you must trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask Him. Receive Him. Ask Him to come into your heart. And yet people say, no, I'm not going to weary the Lord. I'll find another way. I'll be good enough. I'll find another way. And you miss the sign. You see, we've seen the command of the king today. We've seen the coming of a child. We've seen the claims of the king and the continuance of the crown king and kingdom. But we also see the choice that you have today like Ahaz had so many thousand years ago. You have a choice today to receive the Word of God. It's been proclaimed to you. 
Jesus was the sign of the Messiah. He fulfilled everything the Old Testament prophesied about the coming Messiah. He came once and He's coming again, beloved. And it is my prayer that your choice is today is to receive the Word of God. It was the same choice Ahaz had. Your choice today is to receive the sign that was given to you for salvation. The signs Jesus Christ, born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, bore your sins and my sins and the world's sins upon the cross of Calvary, shedding His blood, becoming the sacrifice, pleasing God, and washing our sins white as snow. He was buried and on the third day He rose from the dead. And because He lives, those who believe in Him shall live also throughout it forever. That is the sign. Some still waiting for a sign, but I want to tell you, the sign's been given. And there's no sense looking for something else. There's no sense bargaining with God, saying, you know what, if you'll do this at this time, then I'll... No, the sign's been given. Jesus Christ has come and He's coming again. And you must trust and believe in His name today for your salvation. You must ask Him into your heart. The choice you have today is to trust in the Lord and not man. Ahaz made treaties and he joined with the Assyrians, the people, pagan people that actually hated them and would take the nation of Israel into captivity through times and and yet Ahaz trusted them more than he did the Word of the Lord. But you know, still today there are people trusting in the things of this earth and trusting in other human beings more than they trust in the Word of the Lord. Today, that's our choice as well, to trust the Word of the Lord above the Word of man. I saw something on Twitter last night. couldn't tell you who it was from. It was from some pastor and I got it mixed up. But it said, it's amazing how... Church people, speaking of church people, will believe everything the media tells them, but doubt the things that God tells them in the Word. And you know that's true. If some news station or source puts something out, that's the Gospel. But yet when God speaks to us through the Bible, we think that must be for someone else. Or I don't know about that. I don't think that fits us in today's time. Your choice today is to prepare yourself for the coming of the King and His kingdom. It has come in part through Jesus Christ. It is coming in full when Jesus comes again. And I just ask you this, if He comes back this afternoon, are you ready? Will you be a part of the kingdom by faith? Will you? Will you? Are you ready for the coming of the kingdom? Because when it comes, it will be too late to receive Jesus Christ too late to receive the sign. You have heard the Gospel clearly today, just like Isaiah spoke, and Ahaz not only heard the words, but must have even had the breath of Isaiah flying in his face. And so I speak to you today, receive the sign that was given, the sign that was accomplished, a son given, born of a virgin, his name is Jesus Christ. He came to redeem you and save you from your sins and invite you as the family of God to dwell forever in the kingdom of God when He comes. That's the sign. What will you do with it today? This is the gospel gift today. It's been wrapped by God, not me.
I'm simply a messenger, nothing more. The gospel gift has been wrapped and it's been given to you. It's sitting in front of you right now. But beloved, for a gift to be received, it must be opened. It must not only be opened, but it must be taken and worn like you should put on the garment of Christ today by receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The gift is here. Will you receive it? Will you open it? Will you wear it? And be forever saved to dwell with Jesus Christ.